1: Welcome to Administrative Static. This is John Vecchione, and I'm here with Mark Chenoweth. And we are fortunate to be joined today by Clegg Ivey, who is going to discuss our King George III prize as the bureaucrats dwindle down to a precious few.
2: (laughs) Yes, just an elitist eight of bureaucrats left in the uh, King George III tournament. Not a Uh, crazy eight? (laughs) Well, they are a crazy eight. You know, we (laughs) talked about uh, making it the egregious eight uh, but I like elitist eight because it, they really they really do think that they are above uh, the voters uh, and the hoi polloi, and so and you really see that with this round, John.
1: And when did this when did this get finalized? T- tell us a little bit about how the votes are. Where how are the votes gathered, and how can people get involved? And
2: great question. So uh, the this uh, this latest uh, round was announced uh, on Friday, uh, and uh, people have for uh, three weeks uh, been voting. You know, online and on our website uh, and in uh, social media polls, uh, we put the uh, we put folks head to head. So, you know, in the previous round, you might say, OK, hey, who is worse, uh, Gavin Newsom or Vivek Murthy? And then we get votes. Uh, and then, of course, we have our own experts that, that, that chime in. Um, and uh, you put all that together and you figure out who is uh, you know, who's the most despicable bureaucrat, uh, the most abusive uh, member of the administrative state?
1: I got it. Yeah. And so why don't we go through, since there are uh, only eight left, why don't we go through who they are and what's going on with them?
2: Well, let me tell you. So we've got a couple of upsets here, John, and I'm really excited uh, about where this is going. Uh, so Margaret R. Cook uh, of the Massachusetts Department of, uh, of Health, I'm sure most people who didn't live in Massachusetts had never heard of her last year. Uh, and now she just unseated Gary Gensler of the Securities and Exchange Commission. That's like, that's like Purdue losing in the first round to a 16 yeah. seed. That's, uh, that's stunning. That's, that's like Florida A&M or whoever. <laughs> Florida, yeah, Dick- Farley Dickinson or somebody. <laughs> yeah, it's incredible. And I think uh, that's a huge upset. Um, I, I, no less so than Rob Flaherty. Oh, but, but, and why do you think she's the one who had the app search everybody's phones? Yeah, she's, she, she's the one responsible for the state of Massachusetts putting a spyware app uh, without people's uh, knowledge or consent, onto their phones, every single person alleged, the- allegedly, uh, uh, allegedly, of course, uh, in the state of Massachusetts, uh, it, it, it nominally. Oh, so Those are allegations
1: in could- a complaint. Yes,
2: okay, <laughs> yes, yes. And we're <laughs> NCLA, and we file such complaints. Um, right. So, so she's she's the spyware queen, uh, who, for the good of tracking people in during the COVID uh, uh, times, uh, was perfectly willing to spy on them. Uh, and so that's an interesting upset. Um, I think no less interesting, Rob Flaherty, the White House Digital Communications Director, has just ousted uh, the, uh, Charles uh, P. Reddick of the IRS. The pe- People are very angry at the IRS right now, yet the censorship that was coming out of the White House, social media collusion with the government, uh, coercing, that is really on people's minds. Matt Taibbi and uh, his Twitter files are showing us, and of course, NCLA's own, uh, own lawsuit. Uh, that v. has uh, yeah Missouri v. Biden where we have un uh, you guys have uncovered uh, all of this discovery. It's it's so much worse than we ever imagined, and I think that's why uh, I, I imagine uh, Mark and John that uh, Charles P. Reddick is just sitting back going,
1: "Whoo!" <laughs> and,
2: <laughs> and
1: and and then uh, and and Berenson just sued him yesterday, <laughs> so that probably puts him in the news again. Probably helps him against in the next round because that'll be yep. that New York case will be. Uh, which cites our Missouri v. Biden case very right, heavily, right. Uh, will will be in the news, thus, thus helping him. And uh, so that is that is something. So Flaherty, who was not a household name
0: nope. just a little while ago. Not, not a household name. And I think another- Well, um, the, well this price helps with that. You know, we, yeah. try, we try to take bureaucrats who aren't household names and, and help them along.
2: You know, we do what we can, Mark. We do yeah. what we can. Uh, look, people probably also didn't know who Richard Cordray was. Uh, until the recent student loan situation, he is, of course, the uh, he's the student loan guy, as uh, as what we call him. But he's actually the director of federal uh, federal uh, student aid, um, the architect in the Department of Education, the architect of this student uh, loan relief. And I think I think he is he got a massive number of votes. In fact, he uh, both times uh, in previous rounds, the other person that he was facing off got zero. And he got all the votes. And here's what I think is going on. I think people are, uh, you know, our lawsuits um, uh, challenging the, the the student loan uh, forgiveness scheme and also challenging even the pause. I think people are seeing just exactly what is being done without any input from the voters. And they're angry about and it. And I
1: also think Richard Cordray is a repeat offender from his previous uh, places. And I mean, as a, a bureaucrat, he has never recognized any limit on his power that I know of. I mean, he's always got to be forced to. It's never like he goes, you know, maybe maybe we're going too far here. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> he's never he's never had that. I mean, some of these people- Not a lot of self-control. Right. Some of these people I know have actually uh, uh, once or twice uh, not pushed the envelope all the way, but I can't think of one
2: time Richard Cordray didn't. <laughs> I mean, that's a really fantastic argument, John, for, uh, for why we might, uh, we might like to see this man, you know, make it all the way to the, to the championship, uh, because he is a repeat offender, uh, now, but to do that, to do that, he'll have to face off against Douglas, uh, L Parker, uh, from OSHA. I consider this another upset because I did not expect OSHA to beat Lena Khan.
0: Well, I bet you didn't expect that, John. I
2: certainly At did not. I,
1: I, did not. I, I have, uh, I have felt that, uh. That Lena Khan uh, is also someone who uh, puts the pedal to the metal of administrative
2: uh, overreach. And uh, I was a little surprised. Our yeah. Star Trek meme didn't do the trick. It, <laughs> it, it didn't do the trick. I think so. I think one of the issues here is that there are unlike last year where I would say a majority of the people who made it into the next rounds were uh, had COVID related uh, abuses. Their abuses were, you know, vaccine mandate related or lockdown related um, this year, there's there's not that many people left that are, are carrying the banner, and so there and there is a there's a lot of stuff coming out. There's a lot of new studies every day that tell us just exactly. So they're it.
1: inoculated against some of these attacks now. Mm, <laughs> yes, yes, I think,
2: but 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 also I think what nice, it, what this nice is shot. is this is an Omicron wave of mm. of distaste and upset I over see. the COVID policies, and I think Parker uh, because of the OSHA vaccine mandate, I think uh, I think he's been the beneficiary in a weird sort of way of people's uh, uh, getting more upset as they learn just exactly how unnecessary all these abusive policies were. This is the Parker wave. It comes after the Omicron wave. That's right. That's right. right. That's very good. Yeah. Uh, Now, some things weren't a surprise guys, Merrick Garland and Gavin Newsom have both advanced and I don't think anyone is surprised. Those are those could not be uh, uh, calculated as, as upsets.
0: And I think both of them were those the two finalists in the in the CPAC straw poll of uh, of the King George III. Or?
2: That is correct. Okay, that so. is correct. If you if you remember back when we were at CPAC and we did a, a little straw poll version of our King George III, uh, Merrick Garland and Gavin Newsom uh, advanced all the way to the finals. Um, and they have great name recognition yes. and they keep. They keep abusing civil liberties. That's the other thing. You know, they're not done. They're very on brand. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. That's right. We laugh, uh, everyone. We laugh and we, we try to take, uh, uh, we try to be a little cheeky. We know that civil liberties and the violations of those civil liberties by the administrative state is no laughing matter. But sometimes you have to take these people to the woodshed rhetorically. And so if we're laughing uh, and, and, and you're someone whose civil liberties have been violated, do not think for one minute that we think that is funny. We don't. And that's why we are going to try to embarrass these people. Well, and, we're, and we've sued both of them, right? We have a lawsuit against Gavin Newsom
0: and the Hope v. Newsom case over, over his despicable uh, new law out there. And we have a lawsuit against Merrick Garland for, uh, well, for more than one thing, but including the bump stock ban that uh, didn't originate with him, but that he has been uh, substituted. Pers- he's
2: been substituted and pursuing gleefully, yes. as far as I can tell. Right, right. And the only other person that we haven't really talked about uh, is Elvis Chan uh uh san francisco field uh, elvis agent. has entered the chat yes yes the fbi agent who was behind a lot of the uh censorship on twitter and social media uh of, of all of the election stuff back in 2020 uh, tried to keep the hunter biden stuff out of uh and and, and just basically interfering with uh with people's 1st uh, Amendment rights deplatforming folks um and,
1: and and was very candid in his deposition you can go to our website and see his deposition and one thing is he's very candid
2: about it he says what what happened I, I expected him to be more cagey because he is an FBI agent and because depositions, that's what the lawyers normally try to, you know, you're not allowed to coach, but you are allowed to kind of suggest don't uh, don't give people more information than they need. But he was very forthcoming, wasn't he? Yes,
1: it's also a great name. You'd have an FBI agent name that in a
2: book or a movie. Yes, yes. Uh, there
0: may be a book or a movie.
2: Uh, <laughs> I would. I would advise people. Get on social media, go check us out uh, at New Civil Liberties uh, Alliance um, and, and see the fun memes we've had, not just with Elvis Chan, but we, are, uh, we do funny memes uh, taking people, uh, like I said, to the woodshed. Um, and you can go to our website, um, uh, you know, nclalegal.org, uh, and the King George III um, uh, tournament uh, bracket is there. At, at NCLA Legal for Twitter. Yes, at NCLA Legal for Twitter.
1: Before we go to the next segment, you've
2: missed Michael Reagan. Tell us about him. Ah, well, uh, so uh, Michael Reagan, EPA, he's the man. So, you know, uh, uh, I think he's one of those people that also benefits from the fact that the EPA keeps trying to go further than Congress has allowed them to do. I think the last couple of weeks, as the votes have been coming in, he has gotten a lot of extra votes because Biden is announcing these new rules. The EPA wants to change the kinds of cars we drive. Uh, They want to, just like they tried to do with uh, changing the energy industry, they're trying to single-handedly eliminate coal. Now they're trying to single-handedly eliminate gas automobiles. They want us to all drive electric vehicles, uh, and they don't want to bother to have Congress pass a law to do it. I call those coal-powered vehicles those electric vehicles a yeah they are that's yeah true. yeah if you don't like mining for coal how are you going to like mining for all the stuff that the batteries uh, of these evs uh, require but but that's a those are policy those are policy issues and that's not really where ncla sits we are we would be uh, maybe not happy but we would be satisfied if congress wanted to pass a law that says yeah. x y we and don't C. like the
1: internal combustion engine it's outlawed congress <laughs> will pass that tomorrow Anyways, we will be back in one moment with Clegg and uh, discuss how we're going to go forward and what happens next, and uh, we hope you'll join us. Looking forward to it.